Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes. Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. <laughs> Hello, thank you. <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, hello, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. As you can see, I have a guest here who is, I guess she's fixing her hair. I'm not sure what, what's going on. I'm not even sure if she knows that that she can be seen. <laughs> but <laughs> this is too much. As you can see, this is going to be one of those kind of shows, but I, I, I welcome that. But thank you guys so much for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Uh, as you can see today, we have a Miss uh, Myrna Lavert Vasquez. She's going to be on. She, she's my guest today. We're going to get in with her in a minute, uh, but I have um uh, you know, I have a bio and all this kind of stuff that I want to read on her as well. Uh, but before I get into that, we're live on LinkedIn. We're live on YouTube. Uh, feel free to make comments and, and just say hello at the, you know, at the, at the least you're going to get a shout out, you know, from us and just say, hey, thanks for, for joining. But I do appreciate people coming on and listening and, and, and spending, you know, an hour or just a couple minutes. It didn't have to be a full hour, a full hour but just a couple minutes of your time. Because we know you're busy. you got other stuff to be doing. But this is live. It's a live show. It's also um, a podcast at the same time. So as we're doing the video and all that, it's, the audio is being recorded and it'll be uploaded to, you know, your favorite podcast platform after the show's over. So just look for On Air with Russell of Hotels live hospitality talk show and you will see it there so i got a new feature today so i'm gonna I'm try to make sure I, I work it right uh this will be the first time i did i said you know what i'm gonna try this on myrna so anyway so uh i mean you'll see it i mean the people that are watching will see it she won't be able to see it but um people listening or watching will see it so we're gonna get into this so before myrna I, myrna is muted right now um but i'm gonna read her bio which is uh Pretty lengthy. No, it's what well, it is, but I'm just going to take out some of the, the finer points of it. And I don't know how many people that I've had on the show that actually have their own quotes, but, but we're, about to get, we're about to get into that too. So, um, so without further ado, hospitality is not just a career, it's a way of life. Being in a position to contribute to someone's daily journey in a positive way is not only rewarding, but provides self-fulfillment. Hospitality chose me, and I chose it right back. Myrna Lavert Vasquez. <laughs> and then one other thing, I want to read her, her her brief bio. Myrna has been in the hospitality industry for 25 years with the, with 
the beginning of her career in operations and the latter as a sales director, motivated in delivering business development strategies that drive revenue. She has mastered how to identify opportunities to expand new and existing clientele and cultivate account partnerships. Uh, her professional uh, footprint, she's account manager, currently a, an account manager with Canvas Meetings and Incentives. Can Canvas is a full service conference retreat and incentive planning company. From site selection to virtual hybrid events to promotional goods, we use our deep industry relationships and proven capabilities to deliver an exceptional event. So without further ado, let me just welcome, you can unmute yourself, welcome Miss Myrna Levert Vasquez to the stage. I get applause. <laughs> so so welcome. How are you, Miss Myrna? I am doing very well, Russell and yourself. Honored to be here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm glad you're here, and I'm and I'm having uh, I'm having a moment here with my new little toy here. So uh, hold on one second. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, so no, I I appreciate you coming on. It's been a long time. I've been asking for you to come on, and I don't know what you know what bug you know flew in or flew wherever, but I'm just I'm just happy that you decided to come on and be a guest. Well, I'm happy to be here. I, you know, it's so funny. You mentioned working with Canvas. Um, we have five uh, of our mottos or five of uh, things that we live by as Canvas employees, and one is to be brave. So I'm executing that and I'm being brave. So I decided to pick you up, come on, and let's have a chat. I like that. I like that. I mean, I, I wish more people would, would, would have that attitude. I appreciate that. Now, getting into, okay, you mentioned that Hospitality chose you, or you it, it chose you and you chose it right back. Now, kind of take us through, if you will, kind of your, um, your ascend into the hospitality industry, if you would. Well, you know, I'm going to say that it even started with my mom. My mom entertained a lot, not just family entertainment for, you know, my father's colleagues and things. And, you know, of course, she would, you know, enlist my sisters and myself to, to help her. And I noticed how she was so um, tuned into people's needs, not only dietary, where they sat, you know, just their experience. So it's something I saw firsthand. And that's how we also cared for our family and family gatherings. But I will tell you what stood out hugely for me that kind of steered me in that direction. And it was the love boat. I saw Julie doing all those special things on the Lido deck. And I wanted to do that. That's what I wanted to do. And when I did kind of further research on cruise ships, I found out that you don't cruise year round. They're kind of like really, you know, um, to, to get those positions, they're very coveted and they're rare to get. So you'd have to go from one to the other. So I thought, okay, I need something a little stable because I like to be paid all the time, not just seasonally. So I thought, okay, what stays in one position that still kind of has some of the same, you know, cachet allure and, you know, and I thought hotels. So that's when I started looking towards hotels. Wow. So we think, so we have Julie uh, from the love boat to thank for that. That's, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Now, I told Myrna this earlier that I don't have any notes. I didn't write any notes. Now, normally, um, I have notes up the wazoo, but today we just we just freestyling, we free flowing. So 
uh, I don't have an agenda, but uh, and, and then that that means that Demerna doesn't know really doesn't know what the heck I'm gonna say, right, or what I'm gonna ask. But um, real quick, uh, hello to Robin Coleman. Thank you so much for joining. She's joining us on uh, was that LinkedIn. It says hello team. I'm excited to join this exciting build. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We appreciate you. So tell us a little bit about Canva. How did Canva start? What is the meaning behind Canvas and uh, give us a kind of a little insight into the company of Canvas. Sure, Canvas Meetings and Incentives has been around for over 25 years. Um, the current uh, CEO is Kelly Gallagher and the current COO is Christian Pardo. It is a woman owned, run and managed company. That does not mean that men cannot work there, but it just is something that is a woman owned company. And there's a level of empowerment that goes with that. Um, I love the fact that this company has done so well, even through COVID, they did amazing with virtual meetings, which now have transitioned into in-person meetings. I remember when I was considering Canvas, you know, I was looking to kind of culminate all the experience I had up in this point and kind of do something different. I kind of realized, I think, um, after COVID is that, and I knew prior to COVID that I was going to go in a different direction, still something hotel related, but wasn't quite sure where I would land. Um, and I, I'll be honest with you, it just, what the company stands for, not only the fact that a lot of the organizations that we work with um, are, you know, they, they span across the board, but they definitely um, look to work with organizations that um, are diversity geared, and, you know, DEI, you know, and also to women owned and just some of those things, um, the biopic, but also to in addition to that, you know, just just your company. Um, the one thing I did, what, what I was drawn to is because, you know, all of us in the hotel, we walk through and we see these great words that say, you know, the best people walk through these doors when you're going into your employee entrance and things. And a lot of times you don't always feel that. Um, when I sat down to talk with Canvas, it was not just about what I could contribute, it was what they could contribute to me and then us work together. Um, I'll be honest with you, I did not think that a company like this existed that really does care about their employees. But the reason why it has run so well for so long is because they treat us the way we in turn treat our clients. So we had a, a retreat that was in Dominican Republic in last December. And I could tell you that I was so amazed by the attention to detail that was given to us as employees. And it made it very clear that this was what was to, you know, to, to, play, to play forward or to emulate when we do with our, with our guests and uh, our clients. Um, the company does um, from incentive groups to large groups to many wides across the board, international to national. And um, one question I did ask when I interviewed, I asked, what is your percentage of return or legacy clients based on new ones? And they, the legacy clients provide so much of a referral business that the cycle of which, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I can't even keep up. I cannot keep up. So they're doing something right. And it's nice to be a part of that um, to where, you know, we say true hospitality, where that hospitality does, does exist on that end. It's from a different direction, but I am so pleased and, um, and actually humbled to be a part of this organization. 
Wow. I remember when you told me, you, I didn't know a lot about Canvas when you first joined. Uh, just a little insight. Myrna and I have known each other for some years, but we were just talking before the show. We really don't remember when we met. You know what I mean? Maybe is that one of these many shows that we, we go to, that we've gone to over the years. Um, but so we, you know, we communicate often. Well, not as often as we probably should because Myrna, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll turn off and won't even, you know, you know, won't we reach out to you or return phone calls every now and then she, she's like that, right? Not consistently now, but, you know, but sometimes, you know, she'll go MIA on you, right? But uh, she had told me that she had started with Canvas and, and she told me the story about it. And I thought it was a, the most unique thing I, I've, I've ever heard. And, I, and, and the stuff that you just mentioned, I mean, that, that's great. How they, how they treat their employees, how they treated you and, and how just, you know, just grateful and overwhelmed that you are. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you telling me about Canvas because I knew it was a unique story and, and I wanted to make sure you shared that with us. Can I give you something else on it that I found so amazing? You know, we all have our one-on-ones that we do. Um, our one-on-ones are very different. I remember I did my first one and um, my and Kelly, who is in leadership, who is my direct report, said to me, okay, at the end of our first one-on-one, she said, this is the only time I'm going to allow you to talk about business. When we do our one-on-ones, we're checking in on what's going on with you. Should it happen to cross into business a little bit? Fine but we wanna know what's going on with you and what we can do so that you can show up the best you need to be and you're having the balance in your life. And this is true story. Um, I was working one day because it is 100% remote and Kelly calls me and she says, what are you doing? Can you take a break? So I was in the middle of doing something. I thought she wanted to assign me to something to take a look at something else or to do something else. And she said, hop on your, Okay, I have to take a look at mine because I can't even remember. Hop on your Peloton. Hello, that shows you that I haven't been on it. (laughs) But hop on your Peloton and let's share a ride. (laughs) Wow. And this is in the middle of my workday. And and it was so, I caught me by surprise. And I said to her, you know what? Can I take a rain check on that? I'm in the middle of checking some. She said, that's fine, but I'm going to call you again. We're going to do a ride, middle of the day. Or she'll call and she'll say, I've seen your background, the same background. Get up and go outside, touch grass. Um. It's it is a it's a life it's a lifestyle. It's not just the work itself. Wow, wow, wow! That that is that's interesting, and I, I love that because just today, uh, and I can't remember the young lady's name is on LinkedIn. Um, she had posted this young lady, and I God, I can't remember her name, but she had posted something earlier. It was an old picture of back, you know, when she first started in hotels. She worked for the W Hotel, and and how, you know, basically like how things have changed as far as, you know, now that she's older and and maybe has a family and things like that. And just how she would sacrifice work for uh, for family instead of family for work. You know what I mean? And so which leads me to since you mentioned that work life balance. I mean, it seems like that's not just the uh just a, a, what do you call it? A, you know, a buzzword that everybody's using these days, you know, work-life balance and this and that. It sounds like that's really part of the fabric of Canvas. It exists live and well. I have to speak to our CEO, Christian Pardon. There was a um, email. I was actually on business travel over President's Day and we worked that day, but she shot out an email in the morning and said, listen, if you have things you have to do, try to get off early. If you don't have to go in today, let's make Tuesday your Monday. 
canceled our meetings for that day. We have our um, our all hands meeting um, that we do and several back to back that we do that's on Monday. And she said, I've canceled all of those. So you have people who actually are living it and it's just so opposite to what I've, I knew existed, but I am so honored to be a part of it and it's and so respectful of it. So it, it exists. And I'm glad because it really does, um, to me, how can you be in an industry and not have the players in it emulate what it is that we are to do. And that is the best thing that I have to say. It's nice to see that it kind of, it meets up. So I was a little weary of them because I was waiting for them to change. You know, I started last year. <laughs> I stayed on edge. I said, your guy's not going to catch me. I'm waiting to see when you switch up. And and they never, and they never have. It's what they live. It's what they do. I talked to, I was talking with um, Kelly the other day, our CEO, and she says to me, I haven't hit a year, almost close to a year with them. And she said, why haven't you submitted what you want to do for your vacation? And I was like, these, I, you people cannot wow. be real. I always, I always wait for, I'm telling you, I'm like, this is very strange. And I, she goes, next time we talk, I need to know what your plans are for vacation. Put it on the books, get you some time. Wow. That's it. Hey, that's, I'm speechless. That This is great. That That's great to hear. That is really great yeah. to hear. So, so in the, when I said I knew there was something unique about Canvas, I didn't, I, I didn't know all that. I mean, you're sharing things that you have not uh, shared with me before, and I, I'm glad you're sharing it with, you know, with, with the audience now. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. And way to go, Canvas. Okay, let's, you know, give you a shout out. So because that is not a common thing that I've been hearing. Okay, so no, I thank you for that. Okay, now before Canvas, okay, we know that's where you are now. Okay, yes. but we know you had to, there's some steps that you had to take to get to Canvas. Okay, so take us through, because you said you chose hospitality and it, or, or hospitality chose you and you chose it right back. So take us through, Where'd you start? Because no two people start in this industry alike. We all know that. Where'd you start leading up to Canvas? Well, I heard a previous interview and I, I had to laugh because when I heard someone say PBX instead of communications, I was like, <laughs> that's my girl. We come from the same era. <laughs> so that's where I started. I started at the Valley Hilton in Sherman Oaks, which I think now is a Marriott, right off the freeway near the Sherman Oaks Galleria. I started there and I had been going to all these hotels because when I decided I was going to be in hotel, I don't know if I thought I was going to work right next to the general manager. I just knew I had big things coming. Walked in there and everybody was like, you don't have experience, right? So I remember reading something that said, if you do a note and send it and, you know, just speak of yourself or what, you know, that'll kind of, that'll get you at least past a gatekeeper or two. And I uh, had attached a, a note that said, I know I don't have the experience but I have the energy, I have the drive, and you will not be disappointed. Give me a chance. And I had um, the first person I, I worked for, whose name was Howard Harris. He probably doesn't even know I remember his name to this day, came out and he said, well, let me see what you're all about. He basically said, so we chatted and I told him that, you know, what I was interested, I wanted to be in the industry. So he said, all right, let's, we're going to bring you in as, a, as an operator. So I was like, okay. So I made that my world. And then I was working the three to 11 shifts. So what would happen is, is when the offices would close, they would pull me to the front desk and let me work the front desk. So when they realized I was loving it, 
they were in the back and I was just working the desk myself because, you know, they would answer the phones for me and I'm working the desk myself. So I finally jumped over to the front desk, became a front desk supervisor. And it's so nice when you're into something new because everything is exciting. So I got to the front desk and then I looked across in the back and there was the reservation department. And I thought, well, what do they do? So I worked the front desk for a little while, then popped over and went into reservations. So I was in reservations, got that, figured that out. Um, I remember I had to run to catering one day to drop something off. I was like, well, what are you guys doing here? That was my next stop. I got, went into catering. So eased into there, I realized that I didn't want to do food and beverage, that the emotions that are attached to a food and beverage uh, um, event was not what I wanted to do. And that was because something happened in the hotel that they had to move a wedding from the ballroom and they ended up having it in like the lobby. And this bride was crying. It was all of this. And I was like, okay, I don't think I'm cut out for this part. You know, I'm telling you big ups to all of you catering people. You know, I <laughs> the emotions involved with it. You know, it takes a special person to do that. Right. So kind of continued on, went through some other hotels, worked front desk, um, worked night audit, um, you know, um, and kind of learned all the aspects of that. And then decided, what do those sales people do? So moved around to another hotel trying to get into sales, but couldn't because I didn't have any background. Now, here's mm -hmm. the interesting thing. I also started learning the benefits of working for a franchise property versus a corporate managed, corporate run mm -hmm. property. Mm -hmm. So I had been working for some Hiltons that were franchises. When I went for a position um, at a hotel that was a corporate property, um, they told me, we need you to learn the corporate way. So instead of, I had to go back to the front desk and I knew I was only going to be there for a short amount of time because I was like, okay, I've already been there, done that. Let me figure out what this corporate thing is all about. And let me, you know, bounce and get into the next thing. Um, there was a concierge at this hotel. And the funny thing is, and this is how life is so interesting, is that that was the uh, Los Angeles Hilton and Towers downtown, which is currently intercontinental Los Angeles downtown. So I worked that property at that location before that property even came in. I was there wow. um, actually about seven years. I went from the front desk quickly over to concierge and the concierge position I got, I only got it because they had three concierge that quit at the same time. I had put my name in because I didn't speak a second language. They said I wasn't qualified. Well, I'm going to tell you something. If you don't open the front door, I'm going to come through the back door. I'll go through the window. I'll go through the, to the, through the basement. I'm going to get there. Tell me I can't have it. And that even, you know, that makes you like, okay, guess what? That's what I'm going to get. So when they all, um, I applied with our hotel manager and she told me strictly, no, that's not going to happen. Then she came to me and said, you know what? If you're interested in working there temporarily, then we'll give you an opportunity. And I thought to myself, if you get me at that desk, you don't have to, I'm going to chain myself to it. You have to fight me to get me off. <laughs> and sure enough, went in there to work it temporarily and temporarily turned into three years. I actually had to fight to get off of that because a conference sales position became available. And I had to go to my hotel manager and say, let me grow. <laughs> let, let me grow. You know, so um, went ahead and went into sales from there. Now, I, I did leave a little bit out because I did have some convention service experience between there. So um, also have done that on that side. So had a, a nice amount of operations um, in my background before I went into sales, which I think um, was only helpful into understanding what the capabilities are of the different departments you work with and to sell what you actually can do. And also to sell in a way to set your property up for success. 
um, when I went into sales, I loved it because it was a new frontier. And to be actually responsible for the revenue that came in that kept your counterparts and your hotel team working was a responsibility I never took lightly. Um, so just went in and grew through that, moved around to um, different hotels and um, finally came to the point of uh, the last hotel I worked at, which was Intercontinental Los Angeles downtown. I was on the pre-opening team for that and worked there um, right up to COVID. And I realized that that was going to be my swan song because I gave myself till my daughter graduated from college and our daughters are in close of age. I think your daughter's one year ahead of mine. Um, my daughter will be 26 tomorrow. Okay, see, they. Um, I went ahead and um, was able to write. She graduated just before COVID started and was got graduated and employed in the same year. So it mm -hmm. set me in a position to where I could look at other things I wanted to do. COVID happened, it gave me enough time to kind of sit down and take a pause and see exactly what. I took some time to do some volunteering, which was an aspect also to me of hospitality when I say that, just that of being able to, to provide something you want for someone better. If I mm -hmm. can carry a load for you, if I can, and that's what I really enjoy about the industry. You can be here or you can, you can really invest yourself in it and take a look at how you can create an opportunity for someone who's away from home, you know, and, and understand what their needs are, how much you can give in and how little you can. That's also, and that has to do with what we're talking, emotional intelligence and having that awareness. Um, but the most important thing is starting with the people that you work with. And that's what I love with operations because you have to work together. You know, even in the different departments, there's no such thing as a silo. Everybody sells, everybody, everybody works for the betterment of what the client is all about. Um, so I'll, I'll be honest, when I got had the opportunity to volunteer during that time, it was so important to be able to pour into other people and gave me a time to kind of have a selah moment to see what it is I wanted to do next. Um, I did some work for a company, Film Belize. My mother is from Belize, um, Central America. And um, I have always been able to contribute and wanted to contribute to the betterment of the economy there. They have a robust now tourism um, budget and guide, so they're doing very well. But I was helping source some things for Film Belize prior to working with them for about a year before getting on with Canvas. So that was kind of my prelude into um, the direction I was going to. But everything to me is, uh, is hospitality. And I think just as on a humanity level and some of the things that we saw going on during COVID and things, we've got to really take care of each other as citizens of the world. And to me, hospitality goes across the board. It's like, that's why I said, it's not just about what you do, it's a mindset. And if you care for people, you may not work in a hotel, but that is a hospitality minded person. And I always say I, I do have the gene because I care about the person coming in the door behind me. I'm not gonna let the door go by, even if you don't do it for me. It's it's I'm fine with that. I prefer to be that bridge that will continue that and play pay it forward. And I find that all of that works so well in a hospitality environment. Wow. I, you know what? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> that is great. You know what? You hit a, a, a couple different points. Um, you hit one and you probably didn't know what you said or probably you probably did know what you said, but you went over it. Uh, and it was early on. And when you first started talking, it had to do with being in sales and being responsible for other people within the hotel. Do you remember saying that mm -hmm. where salespeople, but salespeople don't think like that. Most of them don't think like that. And that's, 
I used to, as a director, it was um, when we didn't get a group, you know, I, I felt bad because that means people didn't get hours. You know what I mean? And you hit that just a while ago. I'm, like I said, I'm not even sure if you even know that you said that, but that was something that I thought the same way. Like, okay, and I and I would tell in, in staff meetings, I would say, hey, I take this stuff personal. When I don't, when we don't get groups, when the team doesn't get groups um, on certain weekends or whatever, that means people are not working. So that's not a good thing. I mean, we're striving to so everybody can eat. You know, the salespeople eat, uh, and then the, the the operations people, food and beverage, everybody. So. The, the perfect scenario is that you have groups or you have hotels, the rooms are filled and everybody has the opportunity to, to work as many hours as they want. And that's what it's all about. And sometimes we lose sight of that as salespeople, that we are there. Yeah, we're there to, you know, we make our salary and things like that, but we don't think about how many lives is actually uh, affecting or touching. It's interesting because I always would say, and this is just from coming from an operations background, I always tell, you know, um, and would say to, you know, the banquet housemen and managers and just on the operations side, it's just a sheet of paper that we get signed. It jumps off and manifests itself into what you guys created to be. So they are the best part of, and you have to, um, just because it's, um, it's the individuals that are not always seen and pushed up front. It doesn't mean, you know, you don't take it. You can't, you can't take that lightly because they are the backbone of what happens. I know you have a housekeeping background and I have to tell you, I, I was helping. I remember one day, I can't remember what the reason was, but it was at um, a property, I think in Burbank that I worked and we were helping housekeeping. And I would tell you that it was interesting because I was going and cleaning and you don't realize what the rules and guidelines are. I grabbed a pillow like you did at home and put it under my thing. She said, no, 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 no. And I'm like, wait, wait, what, what, what? You know, and it's just it's the things that you realize have to happen before you can turn a re room available. And mm -hmm. I remember going back to the front desk and said, listen, when anybody comes up and asks for their room early, you tell them it's a two hour, one hour wait. There is so much more involved than we know. Let's be kind to the people we work with and have an understanding of it. But sometimes you don't know if you don't have that exposure to it. So it made it so much easier for when somebody came to the desk and said, God, can we get in an area? I said, ma'am, this is, we'll do, the, we're doing the best we can, but please anticipate it would be this, you know, because you understand. It's just like when you work the front desk and you have to walk somebody. When you go to sales, do you really need to push that person in? Because when you're responsible and you know it's a citywide, <laughs> the city sold out, the only yeah. rooms available at LAX where they just came from and yeah. they're tired, you don't know what's happened before they got there. And there's this much of a desk between you and that person. You know, you, it really makes you prioritize whether or not you need to force that person in when it means somebody else is going to be forced out. So it's when you have an understanding of what the jobs do. I remember Hilton Corporate, and I don't know if they still have it because I haven't worked for Hilton for a while, used to have a program to where they would cross train and you'd go into another department for a week. And mm, it was mm -hmm. so beneficial because you really got to understand the shoes that your team member walks in that you just don't get unless you are really working and living it and feeling it. We hope to have that kind of understanding as human beings, but you don't until you actually get in it and say, okay, yeah, it makes you adjust. It makes you adjust. And that's what's important. That That is well said because, yeah, I, uh, 
Yeah, that really resonated with with everything that, uh, you know, just your experiences. And I just remember, I mean, just kind of similar to, you you know, your experience, you know, you go back to the front desk and letting people know that it's a lot more involved than than what we know, right? So that was one of the things when I, because I started in housekeeping and I kind of worked my way up. So never forgetting where I came from. And, you know, and all the stuff that we had to do to make sure in order for the front desk to get the rooms that they needed for the guests. Right. So so along the way, I would make sure I educate people along the way as to what the process was in certain departments, because I had front office experience and I got I mean, I had uh, housekeeping, then front office, then some food and beverage and then on my way up to sales. So when I got into sales, I had already knew or had at least experience with all these different departments, then that way you can educate some of the people that didn't have, they came straight to sales. They never right. had operation experience. And I'm listening to them on the phone where they can promise in the world and then can't deliver a city. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute, you can't do that. I'm waiting for them to get off the phone. Of course I said, Hey, you know, just so you know, uh, that's going to put a lot of pressure on, you know, banquets to do a turn that, you know, a 30 minute turn or, or whatever they're trying to do or housekeeping to turn all these rooms over after we extended all these darn uh, late checkouts. I mean, right. all this stuff, it, it, it affects a lot of departments. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of the salespeople, and I'm not trying to throw every salesperson under that bus, but uh, we need to realize what goes on. And sometimes it's, it's important that we do spend time in other departments. Like you said, Hilton made you know, it was like kind of like mandatory that you kind of you know uh, worked in other departments and and things like that. And I think that's important that we understand what each person does, or, or at least at least what each department does, and 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 how one thing that you do can affect the entire operation and ultimately affect the guests and their stay or their you know getting their room on time or whatever. So that is all great stuff. Myrna, this is good, right? So, like I said, it's just a conversation that we have in here. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, now where, where are we in your, your progression? Are we done with your progression? Now we're at Canvas now? We're at Canvas. One thing I did leave out is that I did uh, step off property. Um, and it's so funny because, you know, you make decisions in your career based on your family life. And um, my daughter, I decided I needed to stay close to home um, in Pasadena, where I lived uh, for some years while she was in her middle school. And, you know, those years where you got to do your parent volunteering at the school and all of those things. So you couldn't be far away from. So I um, wanted to find something that was in Pasadena again, something that was hospitality related. And there was a position that opened up at our Convention and Visitors Bureau. So I did step off property and did some destination marketing and selling um, for a while until my daughter was older and then uh, jumped back on property. So that also helped to create an opportunity to learn hospitality from another angle. And that was um, and even though it's a smaller city, um, but it is a city unto itself. And we worked um, directly for the properties that were here and understanding those and their needs and um providing on behalf of the city went through, um, I left before the 
conference center went through their renovation, but I was there selling through that. So I was going to city council meetings, um, understanding how your city plays in a role to your hospitality and your tourism dollars and all of that. So that was a nice also contribution just to the experience that I had that I took with me when I went back on property. Wow. That's yeah, that's to me. And, and, and you tell me about your experience or what you think about this to me as a hotel person, being uh, uh, representing a, a DMO or a CVB is like the, the ultimate thing. It, is that what you would say? That's what I'm just, I, I'll just speak for me. I think that was the, I never did it. I never was able to make the transition from hotel to DMO. But to me, I think that's like the, the holy grail. Like that's where you aspire to be as a salesperson at the, the, the CVB or the, the, the DMO. It is, I will tell you, it was very rewarding because for you to now go beyond um, a hotel one staff to talk about just this, the economic impact for a city, you know, and knowing that you contributed. I mean, I used to drive by the co convention center or a conference center at that time when I worked for it and just felt so pleased to know that I had something to do with them being around. You know, let me tell you the crazy freak that I am. I used to go ahead and carry some of our visitors guides and in my car and I'd be around it. If I see somebody that was talking because Pasadena has some really great antique shops here, um, among other things, and people would be looking and I'd get out my car. They would think I was crazy. I was like, hey, are you interested in an antique shop? I thought, you know, after a while, I was like, hey, Murdy, you got to pull back because people are going to think you're a bit nuts. <laughs> I'd have the guy would say, now here, these are, you know, here, these are some great antique shops. This is, you can go down this aisle on a Royal Parkway. And they were like, um, well, who, who do you work for? You know, so it was, but I will tell you, there is a bit of a pride and an understanding when you realize that it's at such a higher level. Um, when you're doing that kind of marketing, because again, that economic impact not only hits your hotels, it hits your restaurants, it hits all your small services and things um, that you know. And when you're coming from that angle, um, you're right. It is. It's. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, marketing on that level and um, doing what was necessary. And you know the challenges. I was there um, during 9/11, and um, mm. that was um, that was tough. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's uh, interesting, interesting, um, in that's interesting good. and kind of added, added a little bit to my story. Now, that's good. And it's a great story. See, so you have all the whole operation, the sales, then transition to a CVB and, and then uh, back to a hotel and then to canvas. So what made you go into the, um, the, on the other the, to the dark side. What made you go to the dark side of this? Actually, it is the light here. Excuse you. <laughs> you sold your I was, soul. I've ascended <laughs> to the light. Um, no, I just like the fact of the, and I will tell you with Canvas, the attention they take to know the client and to know the client's needs is so beneficial to partnering with a hotel. Because since I did convention services and you did the sales part, I now realize, because I'll tell you, I was the one on property when I was a convention service person that if there was a third party like that or an agency, I felt as though the client didn't trust my 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 knowledge. You're not going to know my hotel better than I know my hotel so I can give you the experience why you can sit on the side, let me do my thing. But what you fail to understand is that each of those clients' needs by that agency is already um, vetted and taken care of so they can present to you an opportunity so that you can win. 
they're giving you all, you're getting the answers to all of the tests when you're working with an agency. And the beautiful thing about it is I love the partnership, again, hospitality. I'm partnering with the client. I'm partnering with the hotel. And the benefit of making sure that I've done my job well, that I've vetted and found the great, a, a good um or we've sourced possibly the way that the client wants. We've heard your needs. We've matched you well with that, along with communicating the things that the hotel may not ever get a chance to know about the client because we've done this in depth. So now I partner with my client, I partner with the hotel, and we all walk away happy. Um, and to have that be a part of your client experience is something that is needed. I think especially in these days where organizations don't have meeting planning companies anymore, it's a rarity. Um, and you need to bridge that and have that conversation. They want the success of the meeting, but sometimes don't understand all of this between that needs to happen in order for that to. And because we speak the language of the client, we speak the language of both. You know, um, when I started, and especially now, I do the contracting for um, Canvas for our groups. There's an understanding I have when I have to send out a contract and we're negotiating, and maybe there may be a time that there's a lull or they're not getting right back to you. I have an understanding that even coming back from COVID, there's a lot of places that are still not staffed up. So when I do contracting, I do what I can to make it easier for my partner or my counterpart hotel so that they can jump in and do it quickly and easily. Even if I have to straddle over a little bit, that would be your responsibility. Just having that understanding helps link us together. It creates a great rapport. And again, it's all about the hospitality of each other. Let's take care of each other as partners with the client. Everybody take care of one another and, you know, push that that whole thing moving forward. Once you have that as a basis, I mean, listen, you're going to have challenges, but you really are starting out ahead, you know, and that's the um, environment. And what I love is here. here's the other layer. Then I'm coming from a position where Canvas is taking care of me as an individual and my needs. I'm coming to you fresh every day, giving you the best I have to give because you're doing that to me. That's how I'm watching you treat the clients and you're treating me as your internal client and your team member the same. It's just a cycle. That's a It's a beautiful thing. It really is. And um, being able to be a part of that, you know, um, and understand it um, mm -hmm. from my past experience to where I am right now. And just the fact that I just, I love people. I love people. I love, you know, just in dealing with individuals and getting to know what you're all about. It's fun. Every time I pick up a phone to a new hotel I'm going to contract with, I don't start off with a contract. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on on property? You know, we, we chit chat a little bit and then I get to learn a little bit about them. I hear, you know, and it helps me to how I'm going to deal with them moving forward. There's got to be an awareness that we have to have on a humanity level for just people individually. That's outside of our daily, just because we need to be good to each other. And then if we can tie that into what we do every day, come on. Wow. Wow. You're, you're, abs you're absolutely right. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> what, um, <clears throat> so uh, let's see, there's something about, okay. Did you always want to be on that side? Did you always want to be was that like a long-term goal or did, did things just line up for you to, to, to go and be a, a meeting planner or third party selection or whatever, or whatever, whatever we call ourselves? Did, was that, was that like the end goal that you already have that goal in mind or is that, that other things have to line up in order for that to happen? You know what I have to say? It's very interesting because like I said, I knew um, after the pandemic, that I didn't want to go back on property, but I didn't know what I wanted. 
And it was exciting at one point to kind of say, what's the new adventure? You know, my daughter now has graduated from college. She's working. It frees up a lot. You know, um, you know, I'm speaking all working parents here. It frees up a lot for you to be able to kind of really take a look at what you want to do moving forward. So I can't say I knew I kind of knew more of what I didn't want than what I wanted. And when um, Canvas crossed my path, it checked all the boxes before I ever realized it. Um, because I'm able to culminate everything I've experienced thus, thus far and really put it into something and learn something new, but it still applies. So it's so funny. I don't know if I, I'm not saying in my mind, I said, I'm, I, this is all going to work for me for an, with an agency. Um, but I didn't rule anything out. You know, I think it was nice not to have the, um, some of the things I had to consider before. Um, mm -hmm. because of other things going on in my life, like I said, but I didn't have to. So it kind of opened up. Um, and I kind of feel like when that happens, you can say, God, the universe, I think it just kind of comes, it comes to you. So it was a pleasant surprise, you know, for me too. Um, but it's also, I feel um, I'm well-placed. I feel really good, you know, being there where I am. And I think um, what I've done in the past has prepared me for it. So I, I am enjoying it. I, I know you are. I, I, I can tell just by, you know, you're smiling when you say it, you know, we're, if you're smiling when you say canvas, you know, that you can't fake it. You can't fake the funk lady. So it's obvious. That, no, you're beaming with excitement for canvas and, and you got me excited about it. So um, do, are you still traveling a lot? Do you still in your role now? Do you uh, I mean, your typical like meeting planner or whatever, they travel a lot. Like I just came from Vegas last week and I just got information about going to another, you know, show. So is your role to do that or what is your, your, your kind of role to do? I do do some traveling since I've been with Canvas. I've been to Dominican Republic. I've been to Vegas. Um, just doing some local things um, in San Diego area. Um, so I will go, I do, I do do some traveling. Um, I've been, here's where the beauty has. Um, when I came on, I started on learning this, to source and do some of the things all of the, across the, uh, across the row of the requirements of being part of an agency and booking business for, you know, full service or just sourcing, sourcing clients. But here's the beauty of the company I work for. They realized I had a strength in contracting and contracting is what I love. And you know what they said to me? Let's play your strengths. So they adjusted the role that I was hired for to what my strengths are. So um, in order doing that and also doing um, some um, selling and just pursuing and looking for new business and also fostering the business that I have. But um, my main focus or one of my main focus will be, is, is contracting. And I love that because of being um, understanding the importance of communication and a contract is just a communication. And it's being able to lock in and, you know, remove the ambiguity um, and the vagueness so that, you know, the partnership starts out. And should there be anything to be questioned, you go to what that that communication says it is. And I understand how important that is, not just for myself, but for our operations team to make sure that the client's protected, that it's mutually acceptable to the hotel and that we all just kind of coexist together. And that's why I kind of like resting in that place. And then there's other things that I do outside of that. But when they said to me, we noticed you're very, you're, you're, you're great at the contracting. Why don't we play your strengths? Let's, let's adjust the role and make that a primary with some of the other things on the outside. I mean, I can't ask for more, you know, I'm doing what I love. 
you know, and is something that's a strength for me. And it just gives me an opportunity to really contribute to the company and, um, and feel really good about it. Wow. Wow. They got any opening over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I want to say this, is that I, I will tell you that I work with a group of amazing people <laughs> who have such a level of expertise that they bring to the table every day with this much and this level of excitement and passion. So, um, and I love the fact that we are, we're a boutique agency. So what we do, we do it well, and we're a well-oiled machine and works well. And even in bringing in, and we are, we have been hiring over and they do very well at bringing people in that just keep us moving forward. And everybody has the look you have at first because you don't believe it's true. You wait, you're wait, you're waiting for the switch up, you know, you're waiting for the switch up, you know, you're waiting to, to duck, you know, I'm going to, it's going to happen. I'm going to have to, you know, and it just doesn't because they're the real deal. And it's, um. I, I, it's a blessing at this point. So it found, it found me, I was looking for something, but I, I didn't know it was going to be called canvas meetings and incentives. So. Wow. This is great. This is great. Now, do you guys concentrate on certain markets, you know, hotels, you know, separate market segments like association or corporate or whatever, are you guys just whatever doesn't matter, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, We'll do from small incentive groups to to large what we say mini wides um in between with all markets um mm-hmm. international and national i mean we've got you know groups that are that are that are in uh that do a lot of like some of i'm trying to think of our international um europe uh, of course like maldives greece um and then just even local i mean it's across the board it runs the gamut it runs the gamut. And as I said, this is a company that's been in existence for over 25 years. So it's uh, it's well-suited. And um, I um, I just feel very blessed and honored to um, be a representative of it. Very good. Very good. I, I love the story. I love the passion, the energy uh, that you have for not just for Canvas, but for the industry, you know, how you started and how you progressed through the years and, and to where you are today. So with that same thing, okay, we know where you came from. We know where you are. You know, we're getting to the end of the show, and I want to end it, almost end it, I guess, with this one question. Uh, I'm just pulling this out, so hopefully you're ready for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, all right. All right. All right. Oh, oh, my God. What advice would you give someone coming, someone new coming into the industry? Like, like say, maybe they're out of college or whatever, uh, and this is their first experience with not just within the hospitality space, you know, regardless of what they're going to do, but what kind of, what would you give them? What advice would you give someone new coming into the hospitality industry? I would say with all of the experience that you have and what you're looking to pursue and to contribute to an industry that really does need someone that people that have a passion for it. The first thing you do is get in and learn your counterparts, your team, take care of them, show them hospitality and all everything else will follow after that. Because if you cannot care for your unit that you're going to be working for, then you're not going to be able to care for the people who are coming to it. So the first, I think the first rule of thumb would be is to get there and be respectful of the team that you're in, the different departments that are there, and to learn to work cohesively, take all of that goodwill, and then you put that into the clients that walk in the door. The internal 
guests are so important that you support one another and respect. And trust me, you know, you'll have bad days, you'll have days that you don't agree, you'll have days that sometimes, you know, the, um, the objective of, of one department is a little different versus the other. But if you have that main line of respect and you like what you do, and you have that spirit of hospitality, then you definitely will be fine. You'll know, you know, it, it's something that, um, again, I, and I, I can't say it enough, care for each other first. And then you definitely will never miss caring for the people who come in, in, in your, in your establishment or the place you're working with. Wow. I mean, you're just dropping all kind of just, just gems and jewels and everything. So I appreciate that. I mean, it's something to think about. You're dropping things, you know, it's just, they're so pro the statements are so profound. It's just, you, I got to think, I, and it's just catching me by, it's, it's, I'm, I'm losing breath, you know, thinking about the stuff and how to respond to it. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, thank you so much, Berta. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on. Um, I appreciate your, your insight on, you know, the industry and how, would you say the industry has been good to you? The industry has been very good to me. I've learned a lot. I've met a lot of great people who I still call friends. And, you know, we spend so many hours at work. That's family, too. So the industry has been very, very, very good to me. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed being able to apply what I, who I am authentically to my place of business and work and been able to kind of feel that fulfillment of doing that. So yeah, the industry has been very good. I, I want um, there to be more, um, a, more of a understanding and respect um, and a level of um, appreciation given from the top down so that people understand, you know, that if you treat them the way you want them to treat the guest. You know, don't wait for those opportunities when, you know, the VIPs from your uh, corporate is coming in and you see all of the stuff you do to receive them and you don't show it to the people every day. You know what? Oh, my God. You just hit something. I may be here for another hour talking about that. But, yeah, that's that that, oh man. that mm -hmm. really sets me off um, on a different kind of level when, yeah, we bust our butts because this VP is coming in and the VP is not paying for the room, right? That's, <laughs> we do everything. We do backflips. We do everything to take, oh, make sure this is right. Make sure that always oh, stay here. Give him an amenity. Do this, do this. And, but we don't have that same passion when we have a guest who's paying our salaries, right? To come in and, you know, it, it's just, man, I, I, that could be another show. Uh, but no, I appreciate you saying that because that's real, right? That's someone that ha that that has been around, that have seen it, and then has resonated with you, and it's and it made an impact because it made an impact on me too. How we we would do cartwheels. I mean, GMs will lose their minds because someone is <laughs> because a corporate person is coming in. But but let us have a site inspection that uh you know a, a, a company worth you know several million dollars coming in. They're like, oh, oh, okay. Um, did you do the you know? Are we sending them an amenity? I mean, it's it's asking a question. It's the other way around. Did you do it? <laughs> you know, but this way. Oh, did you do? Uh, are we doing? 
Yeah, the same sense of urgency is not the same. So yeah, so yeah, no, I I agree with that. Thank you so much for sharing that. But uh, but like I said, I I can go on about that one because that that's one of the things that sets me off. But anyway, not today though. But uh, no, I appreciate you <laughs> coming in and giving us your insights. I I appreciate that. Uh, I knew it's gonna this was gonna be a great conversation. I didn't know how great it was gonna be, but I it definitely up there with one of the top ones. Just because uh, I knew, we, and even before the show started, I told Myrna, I said, all I got to do is just say one thing and you'll just run with it. And that's exactly, that's exactly what you did. And that's the Sales best person. kind of conversation. Salesperson by nature in my heart. We are never <laughs> short for words, unfortunately. We've got the gift of gab. <laughs> oh, my God. But thank you so much. And once again, uh, shout out to the people at Canvas for doing a great job and, 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 and practicing what they preach, right? So, uh, and, and then being consistent. Uh, and then Myrna's still waiting for the other shoe to fall. But, uh, but no, I don't think it's gonna fall, Myrna. I think, it, I think you're yeah. with a keeper. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely <laughs> but no, but right. I, I thank you for, for sharing. I thank you for letting me know, you know early on that you were with Canvas, uh, gave me an opportunity to do, do some research and then you coming on and, 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 and talking about the company and how it was founded. And 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 just basically how they treat people, and it sounds like, you know, they're setting some some new things for the setting a standard for the for the industry, and and I think um, based on what you're saying, a lot of people need to take heed to what Canvas is doing, and that whole work life balance thing, it shouldn't just be you know a couple words, it should have some meaning behind it, and we should follow up on that. So thank Absolutely. you so much, I appreciate that. I enjoyed this today. You are more than welcome, and you'll have the last word. So you let me know, okay, how you want to end the show. I'm going to start my music. Um, you got the parting words, okay? Okay, so my final saying, it's my sister's favorite saying, and I adopted it. It says, be kind, you don't know their story. So just be kind to the next person who's in, in front of you, behind you. You don't know their story. Okay, I like that. I like that. Be kind. You don't know this story. I, I started the music, but I had to stop the music because I didn't want to overshadow what you're saying. Okay, so be kind. You don't know this story. Okay, I like that. I'm. You know what? I may have to steal that one. Okay, I got, I stole it. Listen, it'll be second generation. I got it from my sister Regina. That's her favorite saying, and I I grabbed it. Very good. Say it one more time. Be kind. You don't know their story. That's it. Yeah, be kind because you don't know their story. Gotcha. Just said <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, everyone. <laughs> thank you so much, Berta. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. And thank you guys thank for you. joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Uh, see you next week. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.